It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, Das, I was kind of looking at my uh, pictures. I think that'll be a kind of a good outline for us to follow. In the, in the order that they were taken? Yeah, it's the best okay. I can do. Yeah, that, that works. I don't know how I feel about this. I have July 14th, so it's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know what I'm using in the editing. Yeah. Put the bunny back in the box. I'm going to see my daddy for the first time ever on July 14th. Make a move and the bunny gets... For some reason, I thought you were uh, referencing Seven. No, 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 no. That's that's way beyond just, like, come on now. Like, that, no. Honestly, I I would love, like, a crosscut between Seven and um, Con Air. What's in the box? What's in the box? Put your bunny back in your box. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? So, I assume everyone is he- here is old enough to have seen Weekend at Bernie's, yes? Yes, but I, I've i maybe seen like 10 minutes of it. But you know the general, like, you could go oh, on yeah. Weekend. Uh-huh. Okay, so, alright. Episode title, The Baron Has a Weekend at the Burgers. <laughs> Weekend at Fergies, Weekend at Burgers. Well, it'd be Weekend at Floodies is what. Yeah, but that doesn't. Does that mean I'm the shambling corpse? (laughs) No, that Um, means he's the shambling corpse. I don't know about how you felt by the time you got home, but I was pretty tired. (laughs) This part has been edited. Ha ha ha. You'll never know what was actually here. (laughs) Oh, that's going public. Are you kidding me? No, please. My mom listens to this. <laughs> uh, no, my mom is probably one of our two dozen listeners. So. Well, you can let her that. know that I play for the funny, and if it's funny, I play it. Jazz here, and I am so digging the GeekCast Radio Network. Greetings, humans. This is Starscream, and you're listening to ToyCast. 
And if any of you call me a parts former, one more time! Toycast, oh yes, listen in to the only toy podcast you will ever need. Hello and welcome to an all new generation of Toycast. This is episode 151. I am of course TFG and Mike, and ladies and gentlemen, about a month ago, <laughs> on July 14th or so, don't do it, Adas Baron. Hey, how you doing? He he took that bunny out of the box and he went to see Josh the floor burger. You know, they told me don't take that bunny out of that box, don't take that bunny out of that box. But what did I do? I took that bunny out of that box. Mm-hmm. And realized it had a severed head in it. Mm-hmm. Eating good tonight. <laughs> Roadkill rabbit. Okay, that would explain a couple things I found in the guest room after you left. I meant to give you a heads up about that before. Ah, I see what you did there. I see what Sorry. you did there. Oh, I, I just want to. I just want to remind everybody that this is an explicit podcast. I am not removing any of this innuendo or don't out of this show. So whatever they say is on them. If you have a problem with the podcast episode here, take it up with your son or your son's friend. Yeah. Sorry, mom. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, the ADAS Baron uh, came finally after COVID and years, years of chatting. Yes. Um, I think my nieces are, uh, <laughs> I think when we first started talking about it, I think they were just born. So, you know, they're, they're like eight now. I don't even know why I brought up that as a metric, but it just seemed sensible at the moment. Um, so, yeah, it was a lot of conversation, a lot of planning. But uh, he finally came out, and uh, he's still talking to me, so he must have had at least an okay time. Reluctantly? No, no, I I didn't mean that. Um, (laughs) I mean, it couldn't be any worse than his journey to Jersey in episode 107 of this podcast, so... (laughs) Josh's journey to Jersey. Like the sound of that. One of these days, I do want to... I, I heard there's a lot of good toy places out between Pennsylvania, Jersey, and New York, so... Yeah, there are. Um, but yeah, so what was it? Thursday? So we were trying to figure out the timing of the days and everything, and uh, so Thursday the 14th, which um, I, I, I wish I could do a really good impersonation of a lady from Titanic where I can say, that it's been 83 years or whatever she says. <laughs> Um, cause that's what it feels like now because that's just the way the summer rolls. But I made the, the fateful trip, drove down I-94 to 294 all the way out to O'Hare to go pick up the DOS. You make it sound like it was such a far, it's, it's not that damn far. No, I it, it was like literally, I used to live right around the corner from Josh, it took Karen and I maybe, depending on Chicago traffic, maybe 
45 minutes to an hour. He makes it sound like Gurney is like at the tip tippity top of the state or something. So, well, I, I will add small note. This is really didn't impact the weekend much as I was driving South. Apparently I had just passed like a really terrible accident that was backing stuff up for hours. So I drove up out to the airport. Now you make it sound like driving to O'Hare airport in Chicago is just like a Sunday drive through the it's, neighborhood. Okay. Generally it's, it's not a piece of cake, but it's not it like you made it sound like you were driving from the northern parts of Michigan. Okay, you drive you you drive to the airport, you come back as a different person. Like it's it can be kind of rough, but it all worked out. It was okay. It was for Das. So, I, you know, I took one for the team. And uh, so I purposely put on my obnoxious neon weird 90s 80s stuff uh, because my nondescript gray car uh would probably blend in pretty well so we were we were in touch the whole time and trying to figure out now das this was the first time or second time you flew out of chicago second second time yes um so you kind of did you remember it at all or was it still like pretty new to you the our visit or the the visit before that your visit or this um like the most recent no i i I do remember, well, when I came back, everyone in my family was like, oh, you, you went out of Chicago? And they spoke in hushed murmurs as if it was the most dangerous place on Earth. And it was the one of, I mean, obviously, you know, some cities have issues. Um, but I feel like our, at least our drive was the furthest thing from that. Oh, no. I mean, what people talk about when it comes to Chicago and all the It's danger, all South Side stuff. It's South Side stuff. I mean, there's some parts of Chicago that you you kind of want to avoid. Avoid. But we, you know, the thing is, and I, I I hope that some of our friends who live in like Southern Illinois might hear this. You know, if there's any listeners from Southern Illinois, so O'Hare really isn't Chicago. It's one of two airports that feed into Chicago. It's maybe a good. 30-minute drive, 25-minute drive outside of the proper part of the city, the loop area. And a lot of people think I'm from Chicago. I'm a Chicago boy. I live closer to Wisconsin than I do Chicago. Mm -hmm. I can ride my bike to Wisconsin. Das found that out. Um, <laughs> but I can. I, it's much closer for me to get to Wisconsin than it is to Chicago. Uh, you know, it's just anybody from southern Illinois thinks anything north of I-80 is Chicago. <laughs> so, so, so here and and here's my thing is kind of like the whole moderator here. I lived in Chicago with my late wife for, mm, well, about two and a half years out of the four and a half years we were together before she passed. And literally, you're right, absolutely, Gurney. Like you can get to Lake Geneva in maybe. <laughs> oh well, then. Depending on the time, because right now, if Das had a flight out of O'Hare to go back to Pennsylvania at 9.28 p.m. Eastern Time, according to Google Maps, it says from Gurney to O'Hare, 29-minute drive. Yeah, I mean, it's 30 minutes with no traffic. But anyways, we're talking a yeah. lot about the drive. So um, <laughs> I pull up, you know, we're, I'm trying to communicate with him. So I'm looking all over for Das. You know, I'm pulling in, and the pickup at the airport is basically like 
Black Friday, but with two-ton vehicles. Mm-hmm. Everyone, and, all the cars and luggage are blocking everyone. Yeah, it, it's picking up and dropping off is ugly. But I, I, so I, how did you spot me? Um, I mean, you, you kind of told me what the type of car you were driving, and I know what you look like. So I was looking in the driver side. Uh, sides of all the cars that came by and I saw you from a distance and even with you had to believe you had sunglasses on um, yeah. even from that far off I could tell it was you and I'm like hey okay yeah. come on come on down pick my ass up so yes yeah, so I got out of the car I threw him over my shoulder threw him in the car and so one of the night? maybe it was yours uh, you have taken him to dinner before you did that wine and dine me Josh wine and dine me we were at O'Hare, unless you wanted to go back in and get a $28 cracker. Yes. Um, so, uh, knowing that there was that terrible accident back on 94, um, we had to take the long way back to my house, which basically meant we had to travel a little bit west and then north and the back east, so whatever. So we got back, and the, the biggest activity that we had planned for that day after I picked him up, I don't even, like, I think we got his, his luggage in, we showed him the collection room. Um, we didn't spend a lot of time in the collection room, though, Das. I mean, we spent some time in it. Uh, we didn't spend a, a ton of time, but it was certainly enough for me to take in everything that was going on there. Um, and it, yeah, of course, you didn't bust out everything that was in the closet. I'm sure there was tons more in there, but I got a pretty good view of everything you had set up. The the closet is, yeah, there there is some more stuff in there. Um, I had a lot of stuff set up. A lot of stuff has been falling down. Um, I don't know if I mentioned on a previous episode, but we were supposed to get flooring done at the start of the year. So I started pulling a lot of stuff off the bottom shelves because I'd have to disassemble all of those to get flooring put in. Um, but with our one cat having to get, uh, surgery and it was super expensive, um, way more than we even budget for flooring. We had to cancel the flooring. So, you know, in, in the, the time and the busyness of everything that happened after that, a lot of the room wasn't done, but um, I think I think Das, you already kind of knew what it looked like. But you know, what did, what did you overall think of it? Uh, so the the one thing that I didn't get, I think I had mentioned this to you from the pictures that you showed me, it made it seem like your collection room was on a lower level of the house mm-hmm. when in fact it was on the top level. But um, there was something very uh, maybe it was the 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 carpet at the bottom and the blue of the walls that just felt really comforting about it. So I'm not going to lie. I, when we first moved in, we talked about painting the blue because mm-hmm. I think it was the previous owners who kind of did a really quick paint job. And you can tell because have you ever painted either of you painted uh, like a bedroom wall or anything? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do I look like a working man? <laughs> um, <laughs> He's too fancy for that, but yes, I have. So, you know, you got to wash the walls beforehand, right? Mm Mm-hmm, yep. So the thing I noticed as I was installing all all the shelves is that I don't think they washed the walls. I don't think they really did a whole lot to prep them. So they painted – you can tell they painted over dust. uh, They painted over, like, hair on the wall and stuff like that. So it was a pretty, like, quick and dirty job. And there's still some – what are they called? Like, stickers that say, like – you know, explore the world, like motivational stuff for when, like, there was, like, a baby living in this room under the previous owners. Um, so I have, like, 
the the dudes from Small Soldiers standing in front of uh, like a stencil of a pine tree or something. Um, you know, and Marvel Legends in front of mountain ranges and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I. I, I liked that it still kind of has that sort of bedroom feel. Um, but, you know, who knows I'm never going to fit. I was supposed to have this room, like, perfectly done by the time Das got here because I, my brother um, was out recently as well, and I wanted him to film it because he's a cinematographer. And I was like, nah, we're not going to do that. If <laughs> Everything fell over again. It's a mess again. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, so, I, you know, we got Das in. Um, and I'm not saying this to like kind of poke fun at Das. Das is a fancy dude. Like, so I, it was I the have, summer. I'm not fancy. To me, I'm not fancy during the summer. Okay, but to me, because uh, the big thing was that we were going to go to the uh, the trivia night that I host. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, this, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so you know, we're trying to figure out like, you know, we were talking about like having Das help out because like. He could have part of the pay, and if you know if he worked it, he'd have some walking around cash while I was here. Um, you know, so it seemed like a really good idea. But like, you know, I I don't remember what I wore that night, but like it was just kind of like I think I just wore like a t shirt and like khaki shorts, and so I got ready real quick, and I'm I'm you know waiting, and Das comes down wearing quite the fancy out, like looking like you know dapper AF. <laughs> Well, he he is a baron after all, don't you know? And I have to stop you here for a second because all of this stuff that you're describing to me, I'm thinking, holy crap, he's dressed like Kevin Costner in Waterworld. He lives in the Waterworld room and he, like, like you, (laughs) not him, you, Josh. No, no. Blue walls, blue carpet, whatever. um, (laughs) There's there's a big picture of of Costner painted on the side of his collection room. Yeah. Peering well, down they, me at all times. You know, they make fat heads for that, right? Like, you don't have to paint a picture of the guy. You can just purchase one and stick it on the wall. Are those no, still Zedra, a thing? I, if I had the wall space, I'd actually get it. But I actually have a huge uh, movie theater or, like, blockbuster. I don't know exactly what it was from, but I have a huge Waterworld, like, banner poster that I'm trying to figure out how to display it. Uh, it does... It, it did make a guest appearance in a video I did with Toy World Order a couple of years ago. I don't know if that'll ever see light of day, but um, uh, I do have that. But anyways, um, no, I, 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 I'm a married, childless husband uh, on summer break. So it's T-shirts and khaki shorts for me pretty much around the clock. Um, I, I don't have the New Balance shoes and the knee-high socks, though, that, that I haven't gotten to there yet. Soon. Uh, soon. Yeah. It's, it, it's a progressive thing, you know? Um, so, you know, we show up to trivia and I kind of mentioned to a few people, like I had to kind of have this idea like, oh yeah, he's going to train and he's going to hang out. So um, no one knows who, who in the world I am. No. And, and that was kind of the goal of just like, you know, how do I, you know, get this guy in and nobody's like, why is he there? So I just told everybody he was training. And I mean, I put him through like the same training process that I would do, with most people. So, um, I mean, Das, you, you did really good with your, your trivia hosting debut. I, wish I we think I could have done better. It. I think I could have done much better. Um, I might've had this conversation with you before when I am in a situation like here, we can all go back and forth. I know who I'm speaking to. Whereas with 
a full crowd of bar folk, I don't know what I'm playing against. Plus, this is something brand new for me, and I'm not fully scripted, so to speak. Yeah. Now, I've noticed you're very good at improvising and firing things off pretty quick. That's something that takes a lot of energy out of me, or it takes a lot of energy to do for me. So I pretty much just stuck to the script and could not improvise. But I think as a whole, just reading off, reading off the uh, questions and answers, I did okay. Oh, you did just great. And a lot of people said that we even had similar styles. So I, I'm sure I probably at some point have copied a little bit of uh, your cadence uh, that I've heard, you know, like I, I hear your voice at the start of every toy world order podcast. So um, I'm sure I've copied a little bit. I I tend to do that, but um, I've also done 200 shows, 300 shows, somewhere around that number. So, Oh, of course. Yeah. um, Experience, you know, and, and teaching does help to kind of like ad lib like that. Um, but I, you know, you did really good. People are asking me, uh, just like two weeks after, uh, people are asking me, Oh, so what happened to that guy? Is he coming back? And I'm like, Oh yeah, he trained, you know, um, we'll see, you know, I, you know, we'll he see. Pranced he off into back. the ether. Well, I, I always need subs for that. So, you know, maybe you can fly back when Anissa and I aren't able to like, and this is my, my wife's name is Anissa. I'll throw that out there for anybody who doesn't know. Um, she's my sub for when I have to work or something at one of my other four jobs. Um, so if she can't sub, then, you know, you can always fly back and, you could always, you know, financially ruin yourself for one night of trivia. Yeah. Hey, it was. I, I, I mean, say, then again, this is a toy podcast, and we financially ruin ourselves on plastic that isn't going to matter after we're dead. So there's hey, that I, too. I, I will say, like, that the past couple weeks, um, you know, we 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 made some pretty good walking around cash from just that one night. So I'm, yes, we did. I'm not, you know, that's awesome. Um, I'm not shaking a stick at it. Um, so I can't. I will say to us, though, like when you said like, oh, yeah, you know, improvising, doing that stuff kind of takes a lot out of you. I get home from doing that, from doing trivia nights. And this will tell you, I have to kind of go lock myself up by myself for about two hours afterwards. That um, makes a lot of sense. It, it, um, like it, it's, it's a high energy situation. Yeah. Like I, I literally will go down to our basement bar, which we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll sit on the stool. I'll watch like you know something on on one of the streaming services. You know, I might pour myself a drink. I might hang out for a little bit, and uh, I just have to like come down from it. Like it's it takes a while to reset. And when it's the school year, so like this, you know, um, the school July. year. Yeah, uh, when the school year starts, though, you know, it's like oh shoot, I can't really give myself two hours after that because that'll be like midnight. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and then I got to work in the morning. But anyway, so I don't remember what we did after. Do you remember what we did after we got back from trivia? I believe we spent the rest of the night in the basement. Didn't we go to Target? Did we? Did we make a late night Target run? No, that was Friday night. Okay, because so that we was Friday night. Before, before we before we get to wait, what? Oh, what? Okay, before we get to all that, I have to in, interject here because. What Josh is talking about and what you're talking about, Das, about, you know, that takes a lot of energy out of you. Mm-hmm. Trivia night, yes, absolutely. And honestly, not just trivia night, but any public speaking 
if you're Josh, you said you did, you've done two or 300 of these things. I've been podcasting for 14 years. I still like, I like after we finish this recording, I'm going to make sure I have the file saved. I'm going to make sure it's in the right file format and everything else. I'm going to turn my monitor off. I'm going to go lay down and I'm going to waste about two and a half hours playing Candy Crush to come down off the high of, and this is not just this recording. This is, I've been doing this for 14 years. Any recording, anytime you always need some sort of like, Oh my God, I have to decompress from that. And I cannot do, this is why I love the audio podcasting the most is because like we've already said, the three of us can sit here and I can hit record and we don't have to have a plan. We can just sit here and talk for hours on hours on hours if we had the time to do that. You know what I mean? And then I could edit it down to a, you know, fairly cohesive episode kind of thing. But the public, like, literally getting up there and doing trivia and public speaking and interacting people. <laughs> I don't mind dealing with people online like this in this format of whatever. But... In general, people in real no, nope, stay away. So you guys have got one up on me when it comes to that. <laughs> oh no, I I completely get it. To quote unquote be on, it takes the life out of you. Uh, I mean, if we want to get real for a minute, working at my emergency vet job, I kind of have to be on the entire day to get yeah. through the seriousness of everything that comes through that door. So when I drive home, I like all of my adrenaline from the day is shot and I start crashing on the way home. Oh, dude, when it comes to teaching, mm-hmm. if I have a really busy day, like the hardest part about it is, okay, I'm on at work. Um, you know, I think it's emergency room jobs, kind of like what you do and teaching. Like you have to make hundreds, if not thousands of decisions on the spot yep. throughout an eight hour shift or longer. There's so much stuff you have to come up with. Like you were telling me you have, you know, people racing up with sick pets or you have people racing up with Uber Eats orders. But both both as equal equally quickly. But you have to like adapt to that so quick, whatever it is. It could be a sick 200 pound dog or, you know, a squirrel. You said you people bring in like rabbits and stuff like that, um, even if you can't treat them. But then, you know, you, you, you've got all those – I mean, no day is going to be the same for you. So, yeah, I, I mean, public speaking and, and working with the general public is very draining. So anybody who's ever dealt with that, you know, high five to you. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think we went back and I think we just kind of hung out in the basement. I think we had a couple drinks and just called it kind of a night at that point like you were pretty tired from traveling and it was a long day for both of us oh yeah um and uh so the next day though um this is friday yeah so the next day friday so we got up and we had a loose plan and i had been talking to das about like hey we should go uh, to there's an antique mall out here that's one of the best antique malls out there. I don't know. I don't know if I'd call it the best, but it's one of the biggest. Antique it was malls. pretty big, yeah. Uh, we didn't even see all the buildings. And not only do they have the antique mall, but they have a showbiz pizza place kind of recreation where they have reclaimed robots from old school showbiz pizza. 
and they have an auto museum of like famous cars. I think Knight Rider's in there. And they have the what is it called? The Jurassic Garden. Some I believe it was something like that. Yeah. So we popped in the car. It was kind of a rainy day. And on our way out that way, we found a rummage sale. And it was a it was a church rummage sale that I had been to a couple years ago. And the only reason I really remembered it is that I went to it a good number of years ago and they were selling name a popular toy from the nineties, a boys action figure from the nineties, and they were selling it from X Men, yes. Spider Man, Iron yes. Man, Batman, yes. everything. Man man. Um I and and that's where I got a couple of the figures that I have now that I, I'm glad I got it. So I was like, we got to go stop over there. Uh, w- what was your impression of this amazing church rubbish sale that we just I, I, I felt we had to stop <laughs> thank, at? Thank you hyped up so much. Yes. Uh, we were we were nicely greeted upon entering uh, by an, a nice old lady. Uh, let's see. There, there was a lot to go through. So I think we were there for all of um, seven minutes. Oh, see. So wait, so wait a second. He hyped this up so much like it was the motherfucking Mall of America or something. And then you only spit like literally he he Hampton J pigged you essentially. I you will drive say- all that way to to happy world land and you only ride the monorail. Hey, don't diss the monorail. Not dissing the monorail. It, I, I recently mono recorded, meaning one and rail meaning rail. Yes, I recently recorded an episode of Tooncast talking about uh, how I spent my summer vacation, and I had forgotten Great the episode. Great effing mm-hmm. episode. <laughs> you listened, or are you talking about the movie itself? <laughs> oh, the, I haven't listened to it yet. But the, oh, of the, course the, not. Nobody listens to my stuff. Anyway, continue. Go ahead. Sorry. So. So, yeah, we were there all of seven minutes and left. And, you know, I, there were a couple of VHSs. Like the, and don't forget the Ronco, Ronco Showtime Rotisserie Grill. I can't believe we found that. The, the, <laughs> which, literally, the whole motto. Please tell me I, you bought that. How no, was no, I supposed to take that home? Not so, you, him. So I, the, it the, spoke to me more. I don't know. Did you get the picture of it or did I where we found that there's a label on it that says – no, you literally can't just forget about it. Like you can't just set set it and forget it. Even though that One was a whole. Photo. I forget if it was me or not. All right, I should. I, I actually should be checking my photo album as we're doing this because it's kind of helping jog my memory. Um, I don't have it. I have a picture of the Brent hat, uh, which it's a hat box that you know. I have a friend named Brent. So, anyways, uh, so we got back in the car and we drove out to Volo, which is I don't know, like thirty minutes uh, west of me. And, um, you know, I had been telling Das, I think, since we first started talking about going there, like, I've either found amazing things or it's been absolute junk, right? hmm And so one of the buildings, uh, which is right above, like, an antique car showroom or something, reeks of, like, gasoline or motor oil. I don't know. What, what, what aroma did you get out of that? I was being hit with so many things, but I did find the picture. Okay. Oh, you did find it. Okay. Don't so take we'll... set it and forget it l- literally. It's important to check your Showtime rotisserie from time to time. It is unlikely, but if you should see or smell smoke, it's because food is rubbing against the hot heating element. 
and there, oh. there's more, but yeah, that's the j- basic gist. Oh, those those warnings that you think should be obvious, but people take for granted. Um, but yeah, so we get in, and there's one building that that is above this auto uh, museum that typically has more toys and collectibles than the other buildings. The other buildings have more of your typical antiques and junk and stuff like that. But this building is always known to have more toys and stuff. And I've been in there a couple times and I found some pretty good things. I, I, nothing really jumps out at me as far as remembering. Um, you know, there, there's, uh, you find a lot of the McDonald's and Burger King glasses, which we'll talk about those in a little bit. Um, but, you know, we got up in there and uh, the construction in that second floor building you can't walk if you are anywhere over, I don't know, Doss, do you mind saying how much you weigh? Um, enough. <laughs> so I, I just weighed in. I'm 233 pounds. I don't have any shame in saying that. I'm 233 pounds. Hey, if I'm, are, I'm 460 pushing on 7,000. So Doss is at least a buck 50, maybe wet. Doss? Okay. Oh, you're very sweet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I will say before we went to the Volo Antique Mall, we did go to the gym, and Das, I I'm gonna say I was you got biceps at, like that, you know I didn't expect like you know it looked like you could crush some apples with those things. Like I'm a sure he Smith has. Or like a Gala apple. Wow, that was a wonderful like awkward silence before you guys responded at the exact same time. <laughs> I'm absolutely sure he has, and I'm sure it's multiple apples between Granny Smith and Gherkin and whatever else. Three apples high. But yes, I could see him put, you know, an apple into his bicep and just flex and, and just crush that puppy. And um, there's juice everywhere, which is, mm, that's messy. Hey, good, right? You get applesauce. So, now I've been there multiple times. Das, I, what was your initial impression of... Uh, of the famed Volo Antique Mall Collectibles building. There was a lot to see. Now, with me, I have very specific interests. And then there is an overarching theme of ridiculousness, uh, of regardless of what I'm looking for. If I find something ridiculous, I'm going to get it. Nothing was ridiculous enough. There were many things which I looked at and pondered getting, but eventually... I also realized that I whatever I get, I have to take home as well. Yeah. So my my choices were limited. Nothing truly fully stood out to me, but oh, I I liked you know what we saw. I, I should mention the reason I mentioned the weight thing was because the floor there is so unstable, and there's so much stuff in glass display cases and so much glass on very wobbly shelves walking around i felt like an elephant in a china shop everything was shaking and moving and 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 the glass was like uh what's the sound for like glass like hitting against other glass i'll put it in right about here yeah that sound um but Every time I've been there, I feel like I'm going to break an entire booth just by walking into it. I right? totally get that. It's also very claustrophobic if that's not your thing. Yes, it, it was very tightly packed. So I have a tendency. So 
the the route we took when you walk in, I go to the far aisle and then kind of make a wrap around and come back to like closer to where the entrance is and the register is. So we went in and we started looking at a couple of the booths. And uh, so I have a few pictures that that I took uh, going around. Like there were a couple of booths that that had toys that were generally pretty well priced, um, pretty standard to what you see at a toy show or eBay. Like not nothing awful. The one thing that was really weird was those McDonald's Disney glasses that I have like two full sets of, but one booth had them for $20 a piece. Another one had them for $7 a piece. Another one had them for like 35 for the set. It, it was really weird. Like the Nobody seems to be doing comparative pricing, but do you have the pictures from the booth with the really interesting artwork? Yes, I do. I'm I'm gonna send some of those to our our little group chat here because I think Blanchard really needs to see it. Okay. Uh, let's see if I can do that real quick, or I might just send them. But there's some pretty custom. Send, send them over to the send them over to the Facebook group. I just updated the messaging and I'll edit all of this out. So pictures, yay! Uh, so uh, I'm I'm just gonna send them straight to you, um, Mike. Mm-hmm. So. Some really interesting artwork. Very interesting descriptions on it as well. Oh my god! Uh, <laughs> Holy <yep>. crap! <laughs> some Pee Wee Herman's uh, Big Adventure themed art. Some sort of weird psychedelic art, and then creepy dude salmon on his organ. Which that picture just has to be seen to be understood. I do remember seeing some of the. Masters of the WWE Universe figures yeah, that I was were bring that up. What, what is, do you remember those? Were they? Yeah, they're the, they're the Masters of the WWE, but they were like a hundred and twenty a piece or something like that, which got me kind of excited because I have those and I'm like, all right, cool. If they're worth that much, I'm going to go sell them because I thought they were still worth only around retail. Of course, we look it up on eBay. Yes, they have these Masters of the WWE Universe figures. For $120 a piece, they're still only worth 20 bucks. Like, they're not even selling for 20 bucks. So I'm not sure what was going on with that dealer. And that is something we are most definitely going to have to talk about on another episode of this show because uh, price versus value versus, oh my God, it just released. How could it have such a value? Like, and I'm not even talking about scalpers or anything like that. I'm just talking about. You know, you go into a Target, you get a even just a regular normal figure, or if you get a Target exclusive figure, if you don't get it before the other seven people in front of you got theirs, you go on eBay and, and oh my god, it it but it's seven nine. Let's just say Funko because that's my thing. It's ten dollars in store, whereas on eBay it's like you want this, you're gonna pay ninety bucks. No, I'm not. Yeah. I don't want I don't, it that bad. <laughs> how much do you think I could sell those cantinas for? <laughs> those cantinas? I mean, they're still almost full price on Amazon. I was in I was in GameStop and I saw it at the full fifty two ninety nine. I will admit, uh, I'm 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 hoping to find those for clearance at some point. But let's jump back to the Volo Antique Mall because we had a couple interesting finds while we were there. So, okay. well, we were walking around. I always keep an eye out for metal steins. Uh, like drinking steins whenever I'm at these places, because since I frequent the Renaissance fair so much, 
those are really easy cups to bring in to reuse. So I found one there because, you know, I, 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 I want to make sure I have a, a good one when I go there. That's impressive. That's fun. Das, how big would you say the stein was that I found? It had girth to it. It wasn't just girth. It, 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 it was, was an, it was heavy. It I I don't know. Was it around nine ten inches tall? Oh, it's it's at least ten inches, if not a full foot. Probably about eight inches wide. It is a big metal stein. It's actually an, uh, a ice bucket, but it looks like a big metal drinking stein with a lid and everything. And I was hemming and hawing over it, and you know, God bless my wife, who the next day went out there to to go pick it up for me after um and we'll get to the ren fair and we'll talk about why i told her to go do that but i ended up passing on that but i found uh there's a there's a company that was out in the 80s that sold cheaper plastic vehicles that were at scale to gi joe now mike have you ever heard of this company would that be ljn nope das remember the name of the company Oh yeah, three three letters. So you're yep. close. You're close, Mike. <laughs> yeah. So this is the name of the company. Everybody kind of giggles and snickers when they hear it. When you, when you realize what it's called, the company's called Gay Toys. G A Y Toys, and okay. they made a lot of really cool three and three quarter inch scale vehicles out of just injection mold plastic mostly sci-fi based and they had a boat there that i had as a kid it looks like a big rocket boat i'll see if i can i I think i have a picture of it somewhere that i can send but it's a very very cool little vehicle it's very detailed the cockpit is very very detailed and they work really well i actually just used one in the tub the other day i took a nice nice hot bath and brought it in there with me and david hasselhoff was driving it are they an american company or are they an overseas company because I'm not on my personal computer, I don't want to try Googling it. <laughs> so, because um, you never I'll know. I'll be with you gentlemen in a moment. Oh, okay. So he's going he's gonna to go Google that. Okay. Um, so I found that boat. And I think I was also carrying around maybe like a Flintstones glass or something. I don't remember. Yes, you were. M- multiple Flintstone glasses. Yeah. And the big Stein, because I was very indecisive over it. So we worked our way around, found some overpriced uh, Kenner Star Wars figures. And there, I mean, there's a couple of cool booths with some cool things. So I'm going to need your help to kind of go through this moment, Das, because I, I blacked out a little bit when it happened. <laughs> um, okay, so I was the one that saw it first. Okay, yes. There was a wicker basket. Before we get to the wicker, I need to remove that from my searches. Holy shit. Wow. Clear your search history. I tried to tell you, dude. I tried to tell you. Yikes. Like, the only thing I can pull up is uh, Vintage uh, vintage Plastics Police Car on eBay. (laughs) Like, everything else is that this is not the thing you're looking for. If I didn't have a cat sitting on my lap, uh, the boat is sitting outside my um, office door and I would go grab it. But I'm not getting up because he's quite cute. But yes. So uh, the only thing worse, though, Mike, than a really dirty search history is a very blank search history. So be careful with what you do. Um, 
Anyways, so yeah, so we we approached one of the last booths, which is a booth that I know that usually has some cheaper toys, uh, some random dig bins and, and and baskets. So Das, take it away. So I looked down at this bin, which was is a wicker bin of sorts, and the one thing that pops out immediately is it's another David Hasselhoff. Yep. So, but there there's there's more to this. Not only is it Hasselhoff, but it's also the car. And I look down for a second and kind of passively try to get your attention. And here I am assuming you already own this. So uh, granted, I know you like to collect multiple Hasselhoffs, so why not multiple kits? And I, I just go, Josh? Josh? Um, um, and I just kind of point down to the bin. And then your jaw basically hits the floor. Oh, yeah, I mean, so Das and I were discussing, I think on the way out there, that I have a rule that if I see a Michael Knight figure, as long as it's affordable, it's now in my commandments, I have to pick it up. Mm-hmm. So, so I think we, were that's all, what... we, we weren't sure, you know, we, we didn't know how much this was. Um, we, we, we've seen how much the wrestling figures go for. And did I pick it up or did you pick it up? I think you picked it up. I'm, I, I, I blacked out for a lot of it. But I will say, before we go into the, the actual discovery, when I've looked into getting the, the Night 2000, the car itself, a few mm-hmm. times, it is not affordable. And even the ones that... Oh, no. Uh, even beat-up ones that are missing the doors, which are very often missing, and missing the spoiler, and it doesn't work, whatever... $75 is considered a bargain for a doorless night 2000. Yeah. And, and I am looking at one on eBay right now for a buy it now, no auction. So there isn't people bidding this thing up Buy it. Now it has everything. It has him. It has the doors. It has the, the sport $110, but it's yeah. out like no box. Like it's just the car and the and the Michael Knight figure, hundred and ten dollars. So, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, those things range from a hundred and ten hundred hundred dollars to two hundred. So I wrote off ever owning that car. Mm-hmm. I was okay with it. I have David Hasselhoff number three. He's in the gold Cadillac from Last Action Hero, which is actually a really good vehicle. I've had him in the Ecto-1. I've had him in the Turtle Van. He just... I, I just decided that, you know, Kit said, hey, I'm breaking up with you. I'm not with you anymore. You're on your own. So he just took over other cars. So I wrote it off. So when Das mentioned this, I looked down. It did not compute with me that it was in there. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Because it is a 1983 mm-hmm. Kenner night 2000 with him sitting in there just kind of like chilling like hey guys what's up yeah both doors both doors no spoiler which is fine yeah but other than that it was in really good shape yeah so 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 let me ask you this now this thing like all 1980s toys that come battery powered was notorious for eating up batteries for the longest time no matter how many times you hit that license plate once you got, let's say, new batteries in it, did the voice box actually work? Let's come back to that later. 
Okay. We'll back to that later. Because it, there were several hours of me cradling this thing like a baby. <laughs> I can vouch for that. Yes. <laughs> so I like jumped down and look at it. I had that feeling. So, and Dots and I talked about it so many times. Uh, that feeling you see when you see that toy that you've been looking for at the store or whatever. I just jumped and grabbed it. Um, I actually kind of felt like I, I was trying to remember, like, did I accidentally elbow him in the head? <laughs> like, trying to get at it? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I was good. I was good. Okay. I, I was actually really worried if I just smashed into you trying to get to it. So we're looking at it, and it's in great shape. I'm expecting this thing to be... I mean, it's in a bin of other broken down, like, just mm-hmm. other vehicles. I'm expecting it to be not a whole lot of anything. Uh, no, let me rephrase that. Maybe 50, 60, 70 bucks at most, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Now, Mike, you I know you know the price. I, 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 I already know because you already told me because you're like, hey, guess what? And I'm like, so before Josh continues on with this story – you have to understand, Josh is a Hasselhoff fan, and that's great. I like the guy. He's cool. I met him when I was six years old. I got my picture taken with him. It's on my Facebook. I'll probably put it in the post along with a picture of this toy that we're talking about. But in kindergarten in 1985, my supposed friend at the time, and I will never forget this guy's name, Brian with an I, Reed, had this. My mom would never buy it for me. And I have been jonesing for this day. I don't, Not anymore. I don't care now. It, it is what it is. But especially looking at the, the – like right now, I'm looking at a picture of it on an eBay listing complete with the box. The box doesn't look like it's in the greatest of shape, but – Complete with the box, with the instructions, with the paperwork, $350 for this thing. Yep. So I have been like oh, – and mainly for me, it isn't It isn't about the Michael Knight figure. It isn't about the bo- – it's mainly because, if I'm remembering right, it's William Daniels' voice. Like they had him record lines. The, the like, principal from Boy Meets World. Okay, so for anyone who grew up in the 80s, everybody <laughs> knows him as the voices of Kit – and yes, for the rest of everybody else, it, it's obviously Mr. Feeney from Boy Meets World. Yeah, or it's also the teacher, I think it was the teacher from Phenom, if you remember that show. Mm, no, no, I don't. No. I think that so, was a precursor to uh, Boy Meets World. But uh, I, I'd have to look it up, and here's hoping that's not a bad search. Uh, but yeah, no, so I, I literally, like, nowadays, I don't care anymore. But from the time I was in kindergarten in 1985 up until... I probably graduated high school in 1999. I have always wanted this damn thing. And Josh, thanks to Das, finds it in the bin, even though there wasn't a box, but finds it in a bin. Just tell me what you told me. So we flip it over. Again, I I was hyperventilating. Flipped it over. Das, you finished. I'm actually like my heart's starting to beat a little bit. Uh, okay, so we we flip it over, trying to find a price. We eventually see that there is a small white sticker on the undercarriage. That price for the car and the Michael Knight together four dollars. Four dollars, and I still you have bastards. a sticker on there. 
I sent I, I just sent you the picture, Mike, to prove it. I have David Hasselhoff pointing at it in the picture. It says uh, Volo Malls number seven twenty six, so that's the booth number. Inventory night two thousand toy car four dollars slash TV. Not sure what the TV part means. Maybe that's just to reference it. So I, I don't even know how many times I looked at that price tag just to be sure. This was, I, I mean, I, I couldn't believe what I was looking at. I was shaking. I was hyperventilating. <laughs> I, I'm i surprised I didn't faint because... I had to bust out the smelling salts. <laughs> yeah. And so... I, I'm I'm shaking like I'm not like my I could feel the blood running under my skin. It was such a moment because I it, it, you know there's you, you don't find that like lo, lo, like I've been saying with the whole eBay listings and everything else. You don't find this toy at just any old flea market, church, whatever for the price that they found it for. And honestly, looking at it now, the one that you have, I'm like, oh, boy. Uh, it looks like it went through about ten rounds with Carr and about four rounds with Goliath. And then it went through the ramrod from season four, episode one and two. Like, literally, I'm like, somebody need to give that a wash and a rinse. Oh, so I, I have poli- I actually bought <laughs> plastic polish for it, so I'm going to clean it up. Um, apparently, if I take a hairdryer to it, it should bring some of the plastic back to shape but um i i honestly can't remember the next couple of minutes after (laughs) that i think i think didn't we go up to the register i I think there was one other um flintstones glass that i got um did you throw me at one point and then dialed it back yeah because i I thought it was five dollars for the set or something. I don't. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember. I was just like still shaking. I think I found another truck that I don't even remember what it was. I think it was from like Steel Monsters, which is a Tonka Wave uh, or Tonka Line rather. And I go up to the cash register, and lady, the the cashiers there are always very very nice. You can even actually ask to call the booth holder to see if you can get a lower price on something. Mm-hmm. I wasn't gonna do it on this. I wasn't gonna be like, will they take three? I, I think the only thing I remember is that we were trying to be so nonchalant about it, like it was no big deal, right? She's yes. Yeah, the the woman at the counter is just having this long conversation with us, and you know we're trying not to let her know that we stumbled upon gold. I, I mean, basically, yeah. Like, and she even said to us, "Oh, this is Night Rider. Oh, this is probably worth a whole lot more than four dollars." What was he thinking? We're like, nothing. Just take my card. Let's go. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> That's exactly like, how it went. Oh my god! Like it was, I was scared that we were going to lose this opportunity because four dollars is less than I think the cost of any of the figures I've got, except for the, for the first one, the first figure I got in a big box of other toys. So you know, it was maybe a couple of pennies when you look at the overall cost. But um, yeah, four dollars is crazy. So uh. The next thing we had to do is when we exited, we found there was a big down ramp that led to the next building. So we had to give it a test drive. 
So we got a video of us rolling it about halfway down the ramp very carefully. And Das was very good about making sure that thing didn't hit the side of the... I'm very, I'm very particular about my toys, and I do not want them damaged. Therefore, I'm not going to let someone else's stuff get damaged. So I'm like, I'm going to watch this, not ruin this deal. It's not going to scrape the side of the wooden wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he caught it, but we have this nice little video. It rolls pretty well. Um, so we went and we checked out uh, a few of the other buildings. I don't think we really saw anything notable except... Um, a lot of like pornography. So there was one thing that I found, which I oh, ultimately. Yes, yes. Go, okay, go ahead. There, so there was one thing I found, which I ultimately passed on. So we're in one of the booths in the second or third building, and there is this one-off, nondescript, incomplete black truck. It's kind of small, and the label says Transformers. And this is one of those moments where I'm ashamed of how much of a freaking nerd I am. <laughs> I look so at it, I ponder it for a second, and I'm thinking to myself, this isn't a Transformer. No, it's and not. <laughs> I, I, I had to go to, just to verify, I went to the website to, to look at it. And it was an incomplete component to a 1989 Sentai Robo. <laughs> missing the spoiler missing wheels and there were no other parts of the combiner robot therefore i had no need for it and the piece by itself was 20 20 bucks at least um and it that was, was way too much on what it was yeah so i i put that down but it was a nice moment and another kind of nerd flex moment <laughs> <laughs> wonderful moment i think but um you know and then uh we did. We yeah. We saw a lot of weird pornography. Like they saw a lot of old Playboys there. Um, there was one booth that half of it was Disney merchandise, like yes. park merchandise, antique merchandise, and then the other half was just stacks of Playboy magazines. Don't ask me why. Don't like. Hey, what's your niche in terms of what you like to sell at the at the flea market? Oh, you know, I'm really into older Disney materials, but you know, I also am really good at selling pornography. Well, you know, I mean, Disney and pornography, it goes hand in hand or hand in whatever you want to say, because, yeah, you know, just, yeah. they, they, well, I mean, they <laughs> I don't they, want to talk they, about hands in this situation. Well, um, they did spell sex out of the dust as as Simba laid down mourning over his father. So I will say that, that was SFX for the special effects theme that, <laughs> you know, that was a little little signature. But anyways, so. Um, after that, I think we went to go pop into the ticket booth because there was the, the dinosaur, uh, Jurassic walkthrough, which from the outdoors, um, and uh, you know, Mike, I don't know if you want to throw any of these, uh, pictures in, um, with, with the show notes, mm -hmm. uh, I'm looking, I have to go back a little bit. I don't know if I have the front, but let's just say that under the advice of their attorneys, they never heard of a franchise called Jurassic Park. <laughs> um, I don't think... Das, did you get a picture of the entrance? Because I don't think I have it. No, but the one thing I did notice was the giant T-Rex that was outside, which was covered in some sort of, sort of like foam latex. Yeah. You know, something that you would make that out of. It was tearing around some of the limbs. Yeah. Now, I mean, it was... The, the ticket to get in was like 16 bucks. I was kind of having hawing off over it. Like, I thought it would be fun. Now, you know, 
I didn't know what to expect. I think if we had a couple of drinks before we went in, it might have been more fun. Well, I, I say we did have fun in the sense that, like, we stumbled upon a really lousy roadside attraction. And we have stories about that. Yeah. Yeah. So it felt like that. Uh, so we got in and it looks like a mini golf course, mini golf course. It used to be another building for the antique mall. And I guess they just took them all out. But it looks like a miniature golf course. And it takes you through some moderately animated life size dinosaurs, not life. Well, like some are not life size, but, you know, they're pretty big. And you just kind of it's just like a guided walkthrough with some information. It was fine. Like we, <laughs> we do have some really good pictures of us getting eaten by dinosaurs and being like, you know, regurgitated, which I'll send those. And oh, I, let's I, not forget about yeah, one yeah. of the first ones that we saw when we walked in where it was a small family of dinosaurs feasting upon what, like a giant stegosaurus. And it was, it was pretty torn up. Oh yeah. It was kind of graphic uh, for, for little kids. Yeah. I mean, just like, and the, the dinosaur was still alive. It wasn't even dead. It was like looking <laughs> At people walking by, like, please help me. Like, <laughs> um, don't just stare there and gawk. It kind of reminds me of the uh, the the opening to Endos. Will probably know this more than Josh will. I know things. You 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 may or may not remember this, but I know Das will because he's you know Sentai and Power Rangers and all that stuff. You in that dinosaur's mouth reminds me of the animatronic dinosaur at the beginning of Dino Thunder when Tommy was like. Did that dinosaur just move? Yeah. Remember? <laughs> I haven't seen Dino Thunder in a while, but I... Well, I, I go back and watch it. It's one of the best ones. How did you fit in there, Josh? Because you I were... Did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he did. In there for a very... Um, God. Now, Das, I, I think I sent you all these pictures, so you're kind of... Um, so, uh, after that, we went to... Uh, I think we kind of briefly saw the Showbiz Pizza Place, and then and then we popped over to Woodman's. I think we were in a little bit of a hike to get back, a little bit of a hurry to get back because um, I have like 57 cats that need to be taken care of. And so we couldn't leave them locked up the whole time. Wait, I thought Das was the emergency vet tech, not you. I'm not a vet tech. I work the front. But okay, thank you well, thinking so highly of me. Well, I, you know. I, I think between Das and I, of the skills I've picked up with all these cats and his knowledge of running the office, I think. Um, I think there's a good chance we could probably start our own cat our cafe. own practice. Yeah. Or yeah, I think a cat cafe would be good. So uh so we popped over to a store called Woodman's, which Mike, I don't know if while you're out here if you ever went to one of those. I don't think so, but I've heard the name. Um I want Das to describe it because I you know, he was there I think we went there twice. Yes, we did go twice. Um so it's a very, very large supermarket. The the two that we went to, I believe some of them had a slightly different setup than the other. But I mean, do we want to go into the main reason we were there? <laughs> uh, well, it is an explicit podcast, according to our our brave moderator and host. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. So so our, our main thing was because the next day we were hitting up the Renaissance Fair. Uh, we were buying libations to enjoy not only that night, you know, that Friday night, but also. Uh, libations to enjoy um, in the process of going to the fair. And we'll leave some of the more unscrupulous details of that out, but yes. <laughs> um, we, we picked up a couple of choice, a pretty good cup. I, I, I think 
Um, the winning choice, I think, out of the whole weekend was actually your banana moonshine. Oh, that was so good. Oh, my God. That was in a large mason jar. I finished that in like two days. I was surprised. I Like, when you said you were done with it, I was like, wait a second. I, I figured you were halfway through it, but you plowed through that. Like, that was, I was impressed. But see, um, see, this is the thing, Josh. Now, I, out of the, as, as the fattest person out of all of us here, I can safely say only skinny people can down mason jars of alcohol. Well, survive. <laughs> well, whoever can, he did it well. Um, <laughs> like I, I just got some flavored rum and flavored vodka and stuff like that because you know it doesn't need a mixer. But um, yeah, so that's why we popped over there. And then when we got back to my house, like we popped down to the bar, and I think it was just sort of like a, like, um, like a like a what do you call it? Um, not a de-escalation. Um. Wow, this is great podcasting. Um, decompressing, uh, decompressing of just like we found the night two thousand. Like I was still. You had to decompress, and I don't. I think by the time I left, you still had not. Oh, I still haven't. It, it's I. I still have carried it around my house like a baby. Like we have a new kitten. No, no. It, <laughs> uh, it, right now, it's still like seventy thirty. Who gets carried the most? I, I have to ask this only for context. And Anissa, I'm sorry. I'm apologizing now. Are y'all ever planning on having children? No. Good thing, because uh, you'd probably throw your kid over for this night 2000. Hell, I'd throw your kid over for this night 2000. <laughs> this car, man, it does weird things to people. Because it is 1983? At that point, I don't think there were many toys that did voice boxes. Okay, you have your, I know Polly Pocket came later, but you have your Teddy Ruxpins and your My Buddy or Kid Sisters or whatever kind of thing. But for a literal action figure of the, what is arguably at the time, most one of the, one of the three most popular 80s action television shows to have a voice box of the character of the car for like it's just gold. Yeah, and so when we did get back, um we were testing out all the different drinks and stuff we got and uh we did check it out. The voice box does not work and the battery pack looks clean, but it didn't do anything when I put batteries in it. So I did find a video online from a YouTuber that I do not care for, but he does go over how to how to fix it and restore it. So maybe one day I'll try to put aside my raging hatred for this individual. <laughs> well, how or, long did it take us to um, figure out how to get that open or how? To <laughs> about you know twenty thirty minutes. <laughs> I mean, it was it, it's it's a little it's, tricky to figure out. It was like a Rubik's cube for a while. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's basically sealed in a vault behind a Teddy Ruxpin. Ta- it's not a Teddy Ruxpin tape recorder, but I'm saying that to say this. Forget the YouTuber that you hate. Just talk to the Teddy Ruxpin repair guy that we all know. I mean, oh, I- just just talk to Duvall. Yeah, I'll see. I'll see if he knows. Um, and that's not the YouTuber I'm talking about, by the no, way. No, 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 no. I know. I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, I'm forget about um, whomever this YouTuber is that you dislike, and just you know, talk to the toy repair guy that we all know and love. Um. So 
the next thing we did that night that I, I kind of remember was that we tried on our outfits for the Ren Fair. Yes, I, you, you displayed everything we had, and it was kind of up to me to organize it. And I have to give Das credit. The way he coordinated the hats, and these are weird patterns, and I'll put these in the group. These are weird patterns, and he coordinated the outfits very, very well. It was one yeah. of those things where in the moment I'm, I'm thinking, oh, well, that goes with that, and that breaks up that, and you can't have too much white. And I'm, I'm hearing myself think this in my head, and, and like, good God, I, I didn't realize I could do this. So we, we put those all together, and I really feel bad because as amazing as Das's shorts were, they were bathing suits. And bathing suits are not meant to take a 10-hour... I don't even know how many steps we did. I don't even know how many miles we walked. But it was a very long day of walking the next day. It was a chafed Sunday. We can say that. Yeah. Yeah. Bathing suits are not meant to be walked around in for long periods of time. They are not meant for anything. That net mesh is meant to, you know, keep the things in it needs to keep in and whatever else. And just for you long enough to run around, slip on the deck and fall in the pool. Yeah. So it can be a bathing suit. Holy crap, the two of you in this photo. <laughs> I swear to God, Josh is like a modern day Magnum PI and Das, I don't even know what 80, like, it's so, from Miami Vice, maybe? So I, I know what the next, I don't know if Das, if you're keeping those shorts, but <laughs> I will say I know what shirt is going to be like a Christmas present for you eventually. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no, I still have the shorts, absolutely. So I actually, um, I'll admit, I, I ended up returning the shirts afterwards because they fit really weird. Like the sleeves were gigantic, but the overall, like I, I would not, yes. Um, so I, I ended up returning them. Um, sorry, Amazon, but you know. So not sorry, Amazon. <laughs> so the thing with the Ren Fair um, that I have learned because I go there a lot. I, I've been, I've worked a couple days there. You have to get there really, really early. Um, so the parking lot opens at 9. The gates to the park open at 10. So I think we got there around 8.15. And we were kind of dressed up. And I started catching like some people's eyes as we were just like sitting in the car in these outfits. Das, did you notice that? Actually, I didn't. I was paying attention to some of the costume people or the, the employees there that were waiting to open the gate and some of the people that had gotten out of their cars just to yeah. kind of traipse around for a half hour. So um, we got to the parking lot. We got in. Um, I don't remember. if Was that the day where there was some confusion over employee parking or not? Um, yes, yeah, so there you were trying to let them know that you were in employee parking and you said to one person and they said to go to the next person and we, we were expecting maybe some pushback or at least I was expecting some pushback and we drive it to the guy. You barely even say anything. He just flags you down to yeah to just go to regular parking. So it was like, whatever. Okay, cool. Um, so, so I need to clarify for the audience. Is this Friday or Saturday now? Saturday. Oh, this is Saturday morning now. Okay, just want to make sure. Yeah. So, uh, with the Ren Fair, um, 
you know, the way I generally try to do it and kind of, you know, show new people there is um, you get up right up to the gate and it's about an hour, you know, 45 minutes. You got to wait. Um, but you start seeing people congregating and it's a very interesting group of people who always congregate up there. Um, you know, Das, you want to mention anything that you saw or experienced while we were waiting up there? There was a lot. Uh, the one thing I will make a comparison to, this isn't in any way trying to be an insult or whatnot, but I've noted, so I think what we found out was that it was sort of a con weekend or they called it or something. They they call it Rencon. So it's, they encouraged any costume in any way. Gotcha. The atmosphere or the people there were very much like the con goers of an anime convention. Yes. I can agree with that. Yes. A complete range in ages from young to older, but I was getting anime vibes from a lot of people there. And most of them were dressed up from video games or anime or that. That was what I saw the most. And then there were things like, oh, here's Ariel as a Renaissance fair character or here's Superman dressed up as the Renaissance fair. Yeah. That was my buddy, Scott. Um, yeah, so we there, there's a large variety, and there there is like a nice sort of communal like, hey, we're all excited to go in while you're waiting to go in for the fair. Everybody that I've ever been there with, while we're sitting there, we're you know we're always talking to people, we're hanging out, we're doing stuff, um, and then they finally let us in. Now, Das, this was your first run fair as an adult, I believe. Yes, uh, I had gone once when I was ten. I let's say I was a different type of person slash kid back then. I went for a friend's birthday party, and I I wasn't I had no interest in being there. But I remember I don't really remember anything about the day other than the fact that I took home a wooden shield with me. And they still sold them. I'm surprised you didn't want to buy another one. I I have enough things, even though I keep buying things and I keep <laughs> saying I have enough things and continue to buy things. I mean, I'll be honest, I think I might have a wooden sword from either the Renaissance Fair or Medieval Times, and it's buried somewhere in the basement. But I think I think everybody that I talk to about the Ren Fair, if they haven't been there recently, they always tell me, yeah, I think I went as a kid. It was okay. You know, I, I do want to go again, because they, they hear about how fun it can be. So we I've pop in. I've never heard about it and seen it in movies and TV shows, and the most recent of that would be Hawkeye. Oh, yeah, yeah, well, that was that was like a LARPing event in Yes, but still, it's... Yeah, same vibe. It's the same vibe, don't get me wrong. I, I know the Ren Fair is a more specific thing, but I mean, it was, you know, people yeah. fighting each other with wooden swords and stuff. Which, there is a little bit of that. It's actually a little hard to find right now. They've cut back a little bit on opportunities for people to uh, assault one another. So, I would hope so. I mean, yeah. come on yeah. now. Uh, unless they can make money off of it, you know, they, they've cut back on that. But so um, we got in and there's a lot of fanfare and there's music and all, all this stuff. And we walk through the first part because the first thing Das had to do was hit the bathrooms. Um, like a true Renaissance man. Like, a, like we, we hit the flushy bathrooms because... Once you pass those bathrooms, it's a little bit of a walk until you find the next set of bathrooms. And uh, there were a bunch of royal guards who were very quick to comment on our outfits and tell us 
how much they enjoyed how colorful we were. Well, I and, mean, we, we can we can pretty much say that just about everyone felt the same. I knew we were going to get some attention. I was not prepared for how much attention we got. Oh, we yeah, people were saying, "Oh, you look like Saved by the Bell," which. I heard that a couple times, and yes, it looks like Saved by the Bell, but Saved by the Bell uses a specific art style. It's called uh, Memphis art style. They, it's not a, it's not the Saved by the Bell art style. It's a, you know, there's a group of artists who came up with it. It's an actually an architectural style, but um, that's what we were we were doing, and um, he got a lot of people to uh, say they loved our outfits. We look really great and colorful. Um, even, you know, we had a third friend later come and meet with us for a little bit and, uh, he, we modified our outfit. So he had an outfit and it, we just looked like a gang of, you know, if you took a bunch of highlighted neon markers and chewed them up and threw them up on the floor, that's what we kind of looked like. And the Ooh, first I, thing- so I was gonna say, we, we did come up with a name for ourselves, but I also think I just came up with a secondary name. Oh, what do we call ourselves? Um, the Latter-day Saints of Zach Morris. <laughs> That's right. The Latter-day Saints of Zach Morris. We were the prophets. What was and the one you just came up with? the secondary name is? We could call ourselves Highlights for Children. <laughs> oh, oh uh, let's stick with the Mormonism of Zach Morris, <laughs> yes. please. We do yeah. not need... Toycast and the GeekCast Radio Network do not promote Highlights for Children in this day and age. Okay. Although that was a good magazine 40 years ago. So one of the things that I've learned about the, uh, the Renaissance Fair is that if there's anything specifically you want to do that's not a show, like if you want to go to a shop, if you want to get food, if you want to do anything, it is best to do that the moment you walk in. So I think the first thing we did, Das, when we got there was, didn't we hit my favorite bartender? Yes, we did. One of multiple times. <laughs> she got to know us a little bit that day. Um, so, yeah, so we hit our, my favorite bartender, and I think we both got the same thing, didn't we? Oh, what did I, you ordered something, I forget what it was, and then I, you know, me being me, who does, who has really no preference when it comes to alcohol, I'll, I'll, I'll just have what he's having. <laughs> yeah, so I get a hard apple, uh, hard apple cider. Or did with... I get a mule of some sort? You got a mule for the first one. Yeah. You got, um, but I get a hard apple cider with uh, Crown Royale. And um, I haven't really come up with a good name for it, but it's one of my favorite drinks there. And, you know, it's a good start. And, you know, this isn't going to be like, a, oh, man, we're both like, you know, in our late 30s and we're going out like bros, still still drinking it up. But it, it, it was a good start. And we took a, a good solid lap around. And... Um, I actually, you know, I can I can go through the whole thing, but I think um, Das, I really kind of want to hear your overall um, impressions. Like, what were some things you saw you liked and stuff like that? There, there was this one. I guess you could call it knit hat, which kind of spoke to me just a little bit. But in the end, I realized I would have no purpose for it unless I came up with a character for it. Hmm. Um, you come as up a, with characters all the time, so I'm yes, sure I you do. Could. Yes, no. I do. Uh, so there wasn't anything specific I was looking for in the, in the shops. If anything spoke to me, it did. If it didn't, it didn't. Um, most of it didn't. But there were some neat things going on. As the day progressed and we drank more and more, I I I kept my composure. Don't get me wrong. I kept my composure fine. 
but I was getting lost as to where exactly what alley we were down <laughs> because they all kind of look the same. Oh yeah, the Chicago alleyways. Oh boy. Well, no, it's not Chicago. It's Renaissance. So the Renaissance Fair has this overall like giant loop, but there's a couple different alleys, and depending on what direction you take them from, like I know it really well. Um, but there's some some pretty cool little avenues you can take there, and you can get turned around very very easily if you if you don't have a frame of reference, and especially after um, we had a couple more mugs full of happy juice, um, I can kind of imagine that might be a little bit why Das was getting a little lost. Um, but we saw a couple good shows. Um, I don't remember. Did we see? Yeah, we saw Mooney. Do you remember? Uh, like, there's Mooney and Barely Balanced. We saw all those shows. Yeah, we Mooney, the Balance Show, the Mud Show. Uh, what else? Did... Mooney. Uh, no, Brune. We saw Brune, which um, is he's no, we didn't like... see Mooney. It was Brune that we saw. Okay, I, I mixed the two up. Right, Mooney was the one with the balls in his mouth. But <laughs> without context, yes. Okay. I yes, I only saw him from a distance a couple of times. Yeah, I think maybe we watched him for all of ten minutes or so. Yeah, we saw like the best part of his show for about ten minutes. So, um, I really wanted to try to record stuff over there. So, so this was the crazy thing about the whole whole weekend is I wanted to record stuff to do something like a, a vlog, like what I see a couple other channels doing on YouTube, and I, I had this really grand picture in my head, but. The more we were hanging out, the more I was just like, I, I kind of want to live in the moment. I want to be here. And I felt like by trying to record and, and you know, Dallas, I'd be interested in your thoughts on this because you were there for all of it. Like the more I was trying to record, the more I thought I was, I, the more I felt like I was trying to create an inauthentic experience. Um, what I saw from you, you mostly were shooting B-roll footage. Yeah. And I guess uh, you were trying to come up Basically trying to come up with a story out of nothing. Kind like kind of, um, you know, I, I just felt like if I had a camera in your face the whole time when we were interacting, it just wouldn't have felt as as genuine. Right. Um, because then I, I would notice the cameras all means, oh, I have to be on right now. Yeah. And so I have a question since you're talking about this Ren Fair about nothing. Not that the Ren Fair is about nothing, but I'm making a specific reference here. Well, I'm actually going to make him the Elaine of the group. So Jason's the Elaine, Dave's the Newman. Who are the rest of the characters between the three of us if I was there? Because <laughs> as you all are talking about this, all I'm thinking, this is one big Seinfeld adventure at the Rain, at the rain Fair. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I would honestly say my, my friend Chris, when he showed up, um, and I think Das can kind of agree with this, I think he kind of was the Kramer. Yeah, I could see that. I don't have a huge experience with Seinfeld, but what little I know. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Been, he would have been the Kramer. Um, I I think I I would have a hard time kind of pegging uh, who, he, like, I've always connected the most with George, so I'll just say Das is Jerry. <laughs> I, I don't know which one that is. No, it, Jerry's the main ca- <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm uh, Jerry. Yeah, the puppy yeah. shirt. 
Yeah, I should have uh, uh, Steinfeld, it, but who yeah. the, the bloody na- show was named after. <laughs> yeah. No, and now I really want to see Dawson Dave have it out as Jerry and Newman. Oh, I'll wear that puffy shirt. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I, don't get me started. I mean, you should have seen him looking at some of the Renaissance Fair shirts. He was thinking about it, but, you know. My shirt from it, Thursday night was halfway there. It, it, yes, you, uh, it was. Um, but, you know, I, I, I mean, I'll admit, like, I, I had this grand vision of, like, hey, we're going to film this stuff. We're, you know, we're going to have, like, this vlog sort of walk through, like I see these guys do online. And, and, and to be honest, like, I just, maybe I'm not. I got to learn more about it. I'm not sure, but like I had more fun and I think recording it like this and talking about it like this is, mm-hmm. um, you know, going to be a bit more, uh, authentic. Like I might have to practice that a little bit more. I might have to actually, um, try that vlogging thing a little bit differently. Um, to be honest, I was actually kind of hoping the schedules would have worked out where my brother, um, the cinematographer would have maybe been in town because I, I'm sure he would have jumped at the chance to just be a fly in the wall the whole time. So let's, <laughs> I mean, we can always talk about, like we can, I can, we can always have him on another episode next time he's in town. You just have to let me know. So, my, but anyway, like my brother would, uh, video record, <laughs> everything we did like he would have just been our personal yeah um geographer the whole weekend and would have would have captured everything but yeah i mean i tried i have some b-roll i i can make a video out of a lot of the stuff i have but you know the the volo antique mall would have been a, an amazing place for us to record especially a lot of the comments and the stuff we were saying would have been interesting i don't think and, you can hear us on top of all the squeaking of the floor panels <laughs> Oh, I think people would have thought we were in the movie like 2012 with the world coming to an end, but um Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But yeah, I mean, um, walking around the Ren Fair is a, is a blast and it's a lot of fun. And somebody actually mentioned to me that we would possibly have been careful because like the Ren Fair could claim rights over the video footage. So we might not have been able to even use it in the first place. That video you sent me, was that done by them or was that someone else? That was just somebody on TikTok, I think. Yeah, so you never know. You you just have to be tri- uh, really careful with these things sometimes, unfortunately. Um, but, you know, we ended up staying, I think, just about just shy of closing. I don't think we stayed till the very end. We were practically there until seven. 
Yeah. Because Chris wanted to climb the rock wall. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, we're not going to talk about that. Um, we're going we're gonna to avoid the rock wall. So, um, what a Johnson, we, folks. Uh, we, we ended up getting to really do Like, we did a lot. Like, we had a very, very full day. There was a lot of walking. Um, we got to take some good breaks out to the car to make sure, um, you know, we didn't drop all of our money on food and drinks inside. Um, what were your over, like, what would you say? Like, how would you rate it on Yelp? What's the Yelp score? How, how does that work? I've never I've Yelped. Forget about the Yelp score. Forget about the damn Yelp score. Use the GCR universal rating system, zero to five. Okay. Uh, I pros and cons. I will give it a solid 3.5. Okay. I I really enjoyed – so the, the guys at the Mud Show were definitely a little crude. Uh, crude is not typically my sense of humor mostly, but the way they carried themselves with it I thought was really good. Okay. Uh, okay, and just and just for clarification, 3.5 on the GCR and Universal Rating System scale – Good. Issues are certainly prevalent, but so are the successes. Typically, there is one specific area of extraordinary achievement or multitude of quality moments that make the negative aspects relatively easy to accept. The failures are not necessarily glaring and are often a byproduct of design, though the difficulties one encounters holds your enjoyment back from reaching its fullest potential. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Brune, I really liked... Uh, he, he, he was just tearing into everyone left and right. I'm sure had I been in my normal attire, I would have been, I mean, we were front and center. I would have been a main target, but uh, I think he, he left most of those comments up to the full, full blown goths that day. So just to fill in a little bit about this guy, Brune. So Brune is about six, eight, six, nine. I've stood next to him. I actually have a picture that I can share of. Das and I standing next to him. He's a big boy. He is very. Um, he made you look tiny. So he. And that's not an easy feat to do, folks. <laughs> no, because I'm about six one. Um, so he has a show where he's got just a couple of. I mean, they're good tricks. He's a, he's a skilled dude. He uses a bullwhip. He juggles. Um, he has this really funny puppet that is just. You have to see it to understand it. And so he just has these kind of basic this flow, this outline of these tricks that he does, but he's an observational improvisational, improvisational, wait, help me out. Improvisational. Thank you. 
comic. And so he goes through these different tricks, but he's sort of riffing on the audience and current events and just right off the cuff. Now, I, he, he, he does have a couple of jokes that um, he might go back to a couple times. Um, but, I mean, overall, he's just got this great, dry, witty, thoughtful sense of humor that I really appreciate and have borrowed a lot actually in teaching because it works really well. Not because I like making fun of my students, but to be quick on your feet and to be thoughtful in what you're saying is is something that I think every teacher needs to uh, have in their back pocket. Um, so Bruin is really, really good. Uh, Plus, I, I loved how he would accentuate a lot of the punchlines with the whip. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I should see if I have any videos of him using the whip. Um, but he, I, you know, I, I really wish I just had one of his full shows um, on. And he's in this weird little stage uh, where there's like a kid's playground right next to it. So he's telling these very dirty, dark jokes. And there's kids just right next to him screaming and yelling and just being a bunch of ridiculous individuals. Um, paying no mind to the show, mind you. Yeah, not even, the parents aren't even paying attention. So, um, afterwards, I think, didn't we head to uh, Woodman's again afterwards? Yes, we did. Yeah, and I think we're just getting... To hydrate. Yes, to get get some refills and some hydrate and, uh, to try to get some of the daily intake to pass through a little bit. And... After we left Woodman's, I think we hit up Taco Bell, and that was its own experience. <laughs> and uh, I really wanted to get you out to a tiki bar because you said you really had never been to one, or not? No, right? I'd never, I'd never been to one. Um, and so there's a tiki bar that I've been going to since I first met my wife that has amazing drinks, but there were two issues when we were there. It was very crowded. It was very hard to get drinks, and there was nowhere to sit or even stand. Yeah, I remember so, you telling me how, oh, you said you hadn't been there in like 10 years? Uh, I think since almost when my wife and I got engaged. So yeah, just shy of 10 years. But you weren't prepared for how busy it was either. No, I was shocked by how busy it was. Because every time I've ever been there, always got a table, always got a spot at the bar or whatever. It was, I think there was a party going on, but it, it was very busy. But let, uh, Should we talk about this guy's party? So uh, it, it was this guy's birthday party. Ooh. <laughs> In technical difficulties, let's move on, shall we? So Doss and Josh went to a birthday party at a Ren Fair. Was Turkey no. Cheese there? T- no, Tiki Bar. Oh, the Tiki Bar. Oh, yeah. boy. So, I'm having really, really <laughs> weird flashbacks to Legends of the Hidden Temple for some Ooh. odd reason. Yeah, I can, I can understand why. There was no Olmec. Unfortunately, there there was a bartender with a toupee, but um, no Olmec. Damn. <laughs> so we, we get there and much to our surprise, the place is packed. And in the center of the bar, the, the, the tiki bar itself is pretty small. There is in the center. There is clearly someone celebrating their birthday. And it's one person with I can't tell how many friends they have with them. And eventually they bring out a cake and they start singing happy birthday. And it became kind of clear that this person did not have many people with them. 
everyone else at the bar was there for other reasons. So the two friends that this person has with them start singing happy birthday and no one else chimes in. I felt so bad. Oh, was I in the bathroom for that? I think I was. You might have been. Yeah. Or were you too enamored with the uh, the virtual DJ? <sighs> um, Laziest that... DJ I have ever witnessed. A karaoke DJ of some sort? I'm not even sure. It was bad. Yeah. I, I don't even remember how, how bad it was. But yeah, so I guess nobody was singing for this guy. And... Uh, the drinks were good. I think um, I don't remember. You had a mai tai, I think. Yes, the drinks were very large. Um, yeah. So this, so this was a the type of bar you go to, um, not to finish your night, but to start your night. So that's one of those things I learned about it as I started going there more and more um, with my wife, then my girlfriend. Um, that it's the first bar you hit get your drinks going because they're they're tiki drinks they are three or four different types of rum they are poured well they taste good you don't even know how much is in there because they're so well poured and then you go off because kenosha is known as the city that has more bars per capita than any other city in the united states i don't think i I don't think i told you that fact das no you didn't so um, it, it has more bars than Lower Manhattan has anything. Yeah. If it wasn't for a couple of the other factors that we we had in front of us that night, I would have actually suggested another location. But I think we were done for the day. It was a long day. It was. <laughs> so that was the Saturday. What time did you all wake up with hangovers on Sunday? So, Das, you slept in pretty well, if, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Normally, I get up early for work anyway, but I definitely slept in a little more. We were debating if we wanted to do two days or just one at the Ren Fair. Um, and I left it up to Das because I actually, I think the next weekend I was supposed to be working back to back days anyway. So I was going to be there again no matter what. Um, but I think a combination of just a very, very long day. Um, and you got some more sun than I think you intended. Oh, God. And I... <laughs> das ain't white. He's clear. Basically. <laughs> not not Sunday. He was red. Yeah. Okay, well... Still, at the end but... of Saturday, I was red. He was Crimson Guard red. Yes. Uh, I was... It was it was an incredibly cloudy day out. To so, start with. Yes. Now, there have been times in the past where I've been out in cloudy weather and have gotten burnt. So I did ask if you had any sunscreen with you. So I sprayed my arms, my legs. I did not spray my face because I had sunglasses and a hat on. And I'll also say that the sunblock I had, the spray stuff, it, it has like the same like additives that like mosquito spray has. So it kind of like it burns. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't smell good. Like or not additives like propellant, like it uses the same thing. So it's not exactly the most ideal thing to put on your face. Yeah, so I wasn't about to spray my face with that stuff, but I thought I was safe. And by the time we left, either you or someone else that was talking with us made a comment on how red I looked, and then I went into the bathroom and got a glimpse. And boy, howdy, was I red! It was yeah. Um, and I'm looking at pictures right now, and I'm I'm pulling up the videos because we took a bunch of videos when we tried to get into the costume contest. <laughs> no, we, no, we did. 
We definitely did. Oh, I'm saying we tried because that's just kind of <laughs> <laughs> we we did it. Why the hell not? So yeah, there was a costume contest there uh, at the Run Fair, not the Tiki Bar. So just so we can rewind a little bit, and um, we went and entered. We each got a number. I think it was like fifty, fifty-one, fifty-two, or something like that. And so we're walking around, like not really thinking much of it. And we were supposed to congregate in this sort of courtyard area. So everybody who was entered was supposed to go there. And then if you were finalist, they were going to tell you to come back to the stage at the end of the day. So we went down there and, you know, we're just basically dressed up. And I, I kind of wish we had a sign that said the um, the Church of or the Latter-day Saints of Zach Morris or whatever we decided to be. Um, and uh, the, the thing is, they wouldn't let us go submit as a group. Yeah, which is a little weird because they've done groups in the past, but because uh, like, how would they judge any one of us or three of us? Um, right, we were a package deal. So, um, we kind of like we're in there talking to people and seeing what other people are offering, and there was a wide variety of very high quality costumes, and I'm like, I kind of feel like we might have a tiny chance, but we're not going to go anywhere. So, you know, we we partook in that, and then I think. We, at that point, we're just like, let's just go get Bloody Marys and call it a day. Um, mm-hmm. And so we got really good Bloody Marys. And um, I'm a little sad. Did you ever get a pickle? Did you ever get the, the famous Run Fair pickles? No, but I had a pickle in the Bloody Mary. Okay, which is probably one of those, yeah. Um, but, um, you know, I wanted to go get a pickle. I know you don't eat uh, meat, but, you know, the beef jerky there is really good to throw in the Bloody Marys. Um but uh, towards the end of the day, we went down to one of the stations that I've worked at called Vegetable Justice, and you pay basically. So, Mike, this is like the the greatest carny gimmick in the history of like carny gimmicks. Mm-hmm. So people pay money five dollars for five throws, ten dollars for ten throws. You get a half of a tomato, and you throw it at a uh, at a trained comedian. These guys are. Touring committee comedians. They go to comedy clubs and bars all in this area. Um, and all they do is rip on the audience. They rip on the person throwing. They rip on other people standing around. They just lay into them with some of the harshest R-rated jokes I'll ever hear. And I've been – I'm a huge fan of observational, improvisational – I said it right there – humor. I'm not going to try it again. And these guys are just geniuses when it comes to it. The one guy that I work for, his name is Jeremy. He is so good at reading people, both as not only a manager but also as a comedian. He's so good at just reading and knowing like what makes people tick and how to bring out the best in them, but also to like get them angry and riled up <laughs> so they drop more money. But man, working this job and seeing what people do. There are people who come in and they drop 30, 40, 50, 60 bucks just to throw tomatoes at these guys. Do they? They get they get nothing out of it. There's no prize. If you if you hit them square in the forehead with a tomato, you don't get a shirt, you don't get a, you know, a fake tomato, you don't get anything. It doesn't seem like it's very much fun for the comedians or the people wanting to even throw the things at the comedians for the things that the comedians are saying. Well, it as does. long as you have a sense of humor. Okay, yeah, yeah I'm not saying, yeah, no, absolutely, but, you know, the whole point behind, and this is just my experience, of behind the, here, you pay this money, you get three tries to knock this off of this, or you get, 
<laughs> now there's other games there where you no, do no, get right to throw yeah stuff and get prizes. yeah yeah and you know you can throw knives or you can throw a, a baseball at a plate and stuff like that they have all of those there yeah, um, yeah but it's it's sort of like an experiential thing and they are so good um the, the other two guys are john and marcos uh john is actually um i've been talking to him by getting him on the show so we'll talk about that another time but um they're just so good at riling people up and getting them to want to throw more. It's such a skill. It's so crazy. Uh, but we went down and did that, and um, I don't. I, it was towards the end of the day, so I don't know. If, I I don't even remember what he said. I don't. I we might have it. We might have a recording. I need to check. Oh, I remember what he said about me. I didn't think it was accurate at all, and I mean, it was still funny. Um, <laughs> he, he made some comment that he said I looked like I punch holes in walls. Oh. <laughs> Do I give off aggressive dude vibes? No, that's more me than you, because I have punched and kicked holes in walls before. Oh, don't get me wrong. I've had anger issues in the past, but I've long since exercised that. Look, Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, I feel like I'm the Hulk at, mm -hmm. you know, at the point of 2012 where it's like the secret is cap. I'm always angry. You know, right. so <laughs> so yeah, it was it was a very long, very very epic day. I would say I, and the thing with the Ren Fair is you can do a lot in one day, but you don't do everything. You could go back the next day and have a completely different experience. So that's one of the reasons why we were discussing whether or not we wanted to go back again. But um, Das, I think I remember saying the chafing. Oh yes, uh, the chafing was was pretty fiery. Um, pretty ultra deluxe and mm-hmm. I think you said your back was pretty pretty shot. Yeah. So um to kind of shift plans, luckily Gurney is not without its its options. So Sunday morning um just head over to Six Flags. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't want to get beat up by people. No wait no wait a second. I, I have to stop this whole train because I have to ask you Josh because okay. if you didn't do this, you owe him a plane ticket for him to come back. Did you take him to Gurney Donuts? Okay. So you asshole. <laughs> let, let, okay, so I do know Gurney Donuts. Uh, my wife and I had um, those donuts delivered to our wedding, so I'm very familiar with it. <laughs> so we actually did not. Uh, I think, with the exception of driving him back to the airport we didn't go south of 137 where gurney donuts is we didn't even go yeah. south of 120 so oh, oh no we did when we went to lake bluff but we they, they're closed when we had trivia so sunday morning um i think i made 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 dawson omelet i can't remember or eggs or something mm-hmm. and we went to gurney mills i think right which one was that Wait, 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 wait. You oh, yes, yes, the yes. Gurney Mills, but you can't take... Are you kidding me? Okay, okay, okay. Um, so we went to Gurney Mills, and so Gurney Mills has a collectibles toy, a new collectible toy shop called, like, Happy 8, and we checked that out for a bit. Uh, I, I mean, I think we were both of the same consensus with that shop, Das. Uh, yeah, like, it had stuff, but nothing really screamed out to me. Some of it was kind of weirdly overpriced. It, it, it was okay. I mean, they had a lot of statues. I remember. 
Well, that was I, was that the other place, the uh, collector's outpost. There were a bunch of places we went to. Yeah. That don't, the only one that I remember by name is uh, Char- Second and Charles. Okay, that was cool. Yeah, I'd never been there. Can you? What? What do you? Uh, can you? It t- <laughs> tell the people what it's like. I. I, I don't want to say it's like a thrift store. It, a no. lot of what they they have new end use things, but it, it's tons of books, tons of movies, tons of toys, tons of music. video games, tons of music. They had a lot of vintage and newer toys, musical instruments. Mm-hmm. Now I've been to one in Delaware, so I I always assumed that that was the only one there. And then we get to the mall, and I say, "Oh my God, there's a second and Charles here." Okay, let's go in. And we do. Now, recently, on my Target clearance spree, I've found a lot of the 66 Batman toys. Yeah. Now, I did not have a Batman, and I need a Batman for my Batcave. And lo and behold, I came across one. Now, I did not pay a clearance price for him, but I found him and I bought him. Even some of those uh, slightly older toys, whether it was that Batman one, but they also had some older figures that we found, they were all reasonably placed price close to retail like they were all pretty decent but they also had some like vintage ninja turtles that were priced at like ebay prices and stuff yeah nothing that i was like i've got to go buy that but it was just really cool to see a store that had that variety and in in age and everything so that was really cool and i'm glad you you pushed us to go stop in there yeah but, but then they also had the gash gash bomb machines. Oh yes, that was fun. That that was a lot of fun. Uh, so I, what, it wasn't taking cards, so we only had to put we could only put cash into it. And then I believe most of the time that I tried to stick dollar bills in there, it was spinning them out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I was dead. They they had one one machine that was dispensing something that I was interested in. Um, they they their little. So the the capsule piece itself looks like a takoyaki ball. If you don't know what that is, it's it's like a chunk of it's a Japanese street food where it's like a chunk of octopus surrounded by like a battered ball, and then there's some dressing on the top. I love it. Um, it's an so, octopus donut, basically. Yeah, kind of, or like an octopus zeppeli. Yeah. So the the. The presentation is pretty cool, and then inside it comes with a octopus-themed ring. Now, I, I kind of got the silver one, which wasn't all that great, but just, you know, it came with a, a neat little ring. I, I much would have preferred the, the tentacle rings, but I really love the presentation that it came out to, it to. However, I realized initially putting the money into it, I put it in the wrong machine. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! So I mean, I got a One Piece toy. I like One Piece, but it's not a character I recognize because I'm so behind on that show. So I I fed that thing more dollars so I could get my my damn takoyaki ball. Uh, it it I I was kind of relishing in that for the rest of the evening. Yeah, I think I actually have a uh, somewhere. I think I have a picture of you in the background, like checking it out. It was actually kind of funny. <laughs> um. Maybe I don't. I don't know. But okay. So while he's looking for pictures, I have to just say something here. Say something. Gurney Donuts and Gurney Mills are a six-minute drive from each other. Okay. What's wrong with you? So, Das, are you a big donut fan? 
I try to avoid them when I can. Okay. And he also mentioned he d- he's not really crazy about overly sweet stuff. So I and didn't. The, and it, that's it never fine, occurred to and me. I understand that. It never but it's, to me. it's one of those, like, look, Doss, these donuts are not just Dunkin' or Krispy Kreme. No, these they actually. Are- they actually have a really good. It's like a purple sweet potato. I can't remember the name of it. Oh, it's yeah, it's uh oh the the the, the ube donut. That's what it is. Yeah, ube. Uh, and it's not even about that. It's more so. I like the Boston cream. I just like how like it, it's it's basically the best of just look. I grew up in Massachusetts. We we were you know time to make the donuts hmm. all the time. I have never had donuts this good since Dunkin' until I – and I understand you're not a sweet per. – I'm not saying you have to buy a half oh, dozen. That's, that's is very sweet. It's just – No, so, I'm saying – So <laughs> so it's just – okay. So obviously the donuts are a big miss. I'm sorry. I'll, I will mail you one. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Gurney Mills offered us some pretty cool insight into what people do on a Sunday morning. And a mall. They walk. Um, <laughs> and so after that, I, I showed him my my local Gurney Target and Walmart adventures, which I, I think was pretty standard, I guess. I don't know. Did, yeah, did no, we didn't find have, anything. And did you at least take him to Portillo's for lunch? With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. So okay, then we I'm going to take that silence by a no. Because- so das is a pescatarian, so there's not a whole lot there that would impress him. <laughs> this part has been edited. Ha ha ha. You'll <laughs> never know what was actually here. <laughs> so we went back to my house, and uh, we had been talking about trying to film, just experiment with filming something. And the the big topic of what we wanted to film, I think, Das, we didn't really talk about this beforehand. I, I don't know if I want to go too crazy into detail about what we did because, unfortunately, that um, I have to get that footage onto something so I can edit it or you can edit it. But I'm I'm a little limited right now. They, How much? Don't discuss much, it until it comes out. Don't, don't shoot yourself in the foot. Should we mention what we both drank? I, I'm referring to a very specific um, aged beverage. He's referring to the pink elephant in the room. No, it's not pink at all. It's more green. Oh, yes. Your, your, uh, your I guess we could call it attempted at cooler. So, oh God, I was just going to say that. Please don't tell me it's an adult version of Ecto Cooler. So, well, no, uh, I don't think I made that for him, but, um, so I actually do know how to make a pretty good Ecto Cooler cocktail. 
uh, not just like a like in a mix with like vodka or something like that. Like I actually, I have a couple recipes that I know to make a, a decent ecto cooler adult cocktail. Um, but apparently, the the current recipe for ecto cooler at home that is about as close as you can get is four parts Tampico citrus punch to one part uh, Minute Maid lemonade. That's the that's the current view. And I, I tried it, and unfortunately, I don't have any reference point to know how close it was. Das, what did you think? Uh, I It kind of got there. I didn't think it was spot on. Yeah. It, there was less of a corn syrupy nature to it, yeah. which, you know, in the long haul is, is a good thing. But it didn't necessarily taste like slime. Yeah. 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 And so we tried that. For a point of comparison, I think I just have to throw it out there. We did open up a six year old can of Ecto Cooler. And we both tried it. I'm surprised they are both here on the podcast, folks. The the evidence. We've We've lived to tell the tale. Yes. So we did. I will say that it it did not taste like funky or gross. It just tasted like it lost a lot of flavor. That that's kind of what it came down to. Took a um, few sips, played it safe, and then disposed of it. So it actually came back. Uh, it came back up through the drain. I just mm. kind of like that scene out of Ghostbusters too. I just want to throw that out there. I had to play some very positive music, and we made friends, and it went back down the drain, and we're all good now. Okay, so we did try that. Uh, we filmed some stuff. I just I have to get the footage up somewhere. So okay, stop. if you're not going to release this anytime soon, stop talking about it. You're creating more work for me to edit all of that out. Oh, you so, don't have to edit. That's fine. So, <laughs> oh, now he's got to go back and do it. Um, so we kind of did that the rest of the day. We just uh, we hung out in the basement, and then what did we do Sunday night? I don't remember what was after that. The Ecto Cooler got to his head, folks. Oh! This summer, coming to a supermarket near you, there's going to be a great new high sea flavor with an outrageous food taste. And what are we going to call it? Ecto Cooler. High sea Ecto Cooler. Slimer's new food drink. You've been warned. Monday's the last day, so uh, we woke up Monday. Das's flight was right around a little after lunchtime, so we decided to go out to the Mitsua Japanese supermarket that is not far from the airport in Arlington Heights. And this was something that I was kind of hoping that we would actually make time to be able to do because it is probably the closest to a lot of stuff that Das is interested in, and. Uh, I was really glad we made it out there. Das, you want to give your, your thoughts on the Mitsuwa supermarket? Yeah, I've been to... Uh, there There are multi- multitudes of Asian grocery stores around here. However, despite my best efforts, I've never found eel sauce before. And I am a fan of eel sauce. Lo and behold, we go into here, and there is eel sauce. So I snatched that up almost immediately. So my day is already made. The whole trip uh, was worth it for him at that point. Absolutely. So we're you know, we're we're going around eyeing th- some things out. I know you were looking for ramen, and we event 
Well, I, I will say before we started going into the grocery store, there was a Kinokuniya mini bookstore mm-hmm. attached to the side, which we went into first. They had a lot of Japanese manga and magazines, and they had some toys, stationery, tchotchkes, things like that. They did have a, I don't know, six-foot-tall Gundam RX-78 uh, model on display. That was neat. They had some Kamen Rider belts for sale. They're the expensive ones, and they were charging basic, basic retail value for that. So that was definitely out of my price range, plus... I wouldn't be able to fit that taking it home. Uh, lo and behold, I came home and bought one. <laughs> Not the same one, but I bought another one. <laughs> Luckily, GameStop has them for much cheaper. Uh, I did wind up getting a a Common Rider magazine book. It, it was only like $13. I didn't want to spend a whole lot of money on something that didn't have a ton of pictures. And it, it's neat. You know, it's inexpensive. But... We were making our way around the 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 grocery store, and we're we're getting closer and closer to the checkout station. And then there's this guy. I forgot about this. How could you forget about this guy? So it looked like he had just spoken to someone, and then confronts the two of us, saying. Oh man, you know, I just saw like there there are rats or something crawling around on the floor. You know, that's not safe. Those, those things carry disease. I just want to let you know. And you seem to engage him much better than I I would. I I wanted to be super dismissive of this guy. So I just kind of stared at him and nodded and didn't say much. You you were able to converse with him a little better. And then I- he seemingly went on to the next person for him to complain about. I was expecting uh, the staff there to go up to him and just escort him out of the building at some point. Yeah, I don't know what that was all about. I uh, I remember that now. I, I kind of completely forgot about that moment. Being someone who's had to deal with some pretty tense moments, both at trivia and at school and stuff like that. When somebody, I, when I see that, I try to talk to them in a very normal, everyday tone of just... Okay, let's just converse. Let's keep this at this level because I don't want them to get more triggered or for me to get triggered. But mm-hmm. that was a little unusual. I, I was actually not shocked that he saw a mouse, but the place does look pretty clean. It's not. I've seen. I've been in some very, 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 very. Did I mention very dirty supermarkets in the past? Like you have to. Like yeah, I like I, I've seen fish tanks with rotting dead okay. fish floating on top. Uh, okay, we get uh, it. <laughs> yes. So we went. We're, we were going for lunch, and Das grabbed. I think you grabbed some sushi. I grabbed some udon soup, which looked really good. Yeah, dude, it was like they have a whole food court there with about eight different options. That egg that you had looked. Oh my god, I I was ready to steal that from you. The uh, are you the the fried egg or like yeah. the one that? Oh yeah, I mean, I'm kind of. I would have been fine if you did. I would have just turned around and grabbed another one. They're like a dollar piece. Um, and uh, so we got lunch there, popped out, and then I think it was right around that time we we're trying to figure out what to do because we're killing time till his flight. He found his flight was delayed, and so we're just out in Schaumburg. Like, what do we do? Like, we were kind of timing things out perfectly, so. 
we're trying to just find stuff to do until his flight. Like, so we we're just driving around. We try to find a toy shop that doesn't exist anymore. So that was an awkward drive out to Addison, Illinois. We were debating, do we want to go to Dave and Buster's, which, you know, who knows if that would have been interesting or not. But um, we went to a Target. We're, we're, we're just trying to figure out, like, what to do. And I think we were going to go from Target to Target as we got closer to the airport. That might have worked out. But um, I think your aunt, at the end of the day, she told you something about waivers or something? Yeah, she was going on. I mean, she's... She even admits that she's a helicopter aunt, mm-hmm. and she she helped uh, facilitate a lot of this. And she she was saying something along the lines of if you if you get there, go to the airport now, even though you have about two and a half hours before the flight leaves. They're giving out waivers in case you know your flight gets canceled or whatnot. And she's blowing up my phone with all this information, so I just decide to tell you, hey, you know, let's just head over to the the airport i'll i'll do what i can and you know i i go there and what i think what you didn't see was that after you dropped me off i don't know if if my luggage hit a bump but the wheel of the i think the luggage is brand new cracked oh no so i think the wheel has has an outer coating and an inner coating so it was like a big, thick layer came off one of the wheels. So it's gimping around as I'm rolling it along. Aww. And I'm trying to explain this whole uh, waiver thing that my aunt was telling me to the woman that was checking me in. And, you know, sometimes my aunt just spouts bullshit and she overreacts. So I, I was expecting them to just kind of shit sorry aunt love you sorry not nod their head at me and kind of laugh like eh, well no we don't really do that you know she she did everything that she could and she explained what that was for and i clearly did not need that waiver so i i made my way to the wing uh i i waited two and a half hours which wasn't as bad as it seems i've had to wait longer for things yeah, two and a half hours in an airport, if you've already got a drink or if you've already gone to the bathroom or if you needed to get a lunch or whatever, as soon as you do all that, you sit there, you fall asleep until they call your flight. Right. The, the I eventually got on the plane. Everything took off accordingly. The, the only thing is that over the past couple of years, I've clearly developed an anxiety disorder. Now, I've never really had an issue being on a plane. Until this time. Oh, so, no. I mean, it, it wasn't debilitating, but I was I was kind of on edge a lot of the flight. Now, luckily, the flight was just under two hours. But every little sound, every little dip had me quite, oh, my God, what's that? What's that? What's happening? What's happening? I need to know what's happening at all points. Um, so I, I debated whether or not to get a drink while they're handing them out. I eventually decided not to because... I would just have to have used my credit card, and I didn't want to use that. So I just, you know, sucked it up and dealt with it and made my way home. So mm-hmm. I- I'm there with you. I um, On the plane? <laughs> I Well, no. No, he was strapped to the side of it like Tom Cruise. The the anxiety of, of flying, I remember uh, I, I, I didn't fly a whole lot until I was pretty much out of college, I think. One of the first flights I had was 2005 since I was a kid. So it was almost, I think I, it was almost 10 years between flights for me. So my anxiety for flying, 
uh, was extremely high, but it's gotten better as time has gone on. But um, so Das, uh, out of five stars what, what, on the um, HGTV ranking ah, scale. Ah, <laughs> ah, funny. What would you give the the very unique, very diverse weekend? I mean, there was a lot of lot to take in, a lot to do, a lot to experience. You think I wouldn't rate it anything lower than a five? Yeah. All right. Cool. Because uh, we saw your Yelp review for the stay for our Airbnb, and I was kind of hoping it would be consistent with that. No mints on my pillows, though. I was a little disappointed in that. No, but there was cat butt. Yes, there was. <laughs> so as you can tell, folks, this has been a very different toy cast than normal. Uh, this has been a weekend at Burgers. <laughs> a weekend at Burgers. Don't you see? Don't you see? We just uncovered a $2 million error. We're going to be heroes. We're going up the corporate ladder. It appears as if somebody's trying to defraud the company. Somebody tried to smoke it past the wrong guy. Very, very good work. How would you two like to come to my house at the beach? Love to! Oh. For Larry and Richard. How are you? This is a place to die for. You have to kill them, Vito. Little rusty, but it'll come back to me. What? Should we just walk in? But what they don't realize. No, we'll stand out here all weekend. Come on, we're out here. Is while they're checking in. Forget the accident with the two guys. Take care of Lomax. Bernie Lomax will be checking out. Oh my God! What kind of a host invites you to his house for the weekend and dies on you? I don't know. Lomax told whoever he's talking to not to kill us if he's around, right? Yeah, yeah, but Lomax is dead. He's not around anybody yeah. anymore. <laughs> I know that. You know that. Nobody else knows that. Huh? Oh! Push for it. It looks good enough. Let's go. Uh oh. Larry, what? <laughs> really? Oh, Bernie, you animal, you are insatiable. Doesn't anyone realize he's dead? Hold the bone! Hold the bone! Vito, I'm telling you, Lomax is alive. Maybe Paulie is rustier than we thought. Ooh, Bernie, you're starting to peel. Want to get you out of the sun, huh? Should I stop and ask you? No, just drive. Serpentine. You hear something? It's just Bernie. Weekend at Bernie's. Are we doing it again today? Oh, absolutely. You know we are. Great. We'll see you later, guys. Bye bye. Bye bye, ladies. We'll see you later. <laughs> God, is this great or what? And yeah, so is there anything else that y'all want to say before I cut this off? <laughs> uh, I I definitely went home with a lot of little toys. <laughs> Luckily, they were little, so I could fit them into my my luggage. <laughs> I mean, I have. I mean, Das and I hadn't seen each other in person for years at that point. Probably seven. Well, years yeah, no, absolutely. And, and you only I, and have I, to, uh, yeah. I think it was pretty awesome that um, 
he was able to come out here and we got to hang out and like we did more in those five days and sometimes I do in three or four weeks sometimes <laughs> and we kind of developed a nice little nice little pattern nice little cadence together that um, you know I usually only get with friends who I hang out with on a regular basis so das you know really appreciated you coming out and hanging out so that like that was pretty awesome that we we found a sync pretty quickly oh yeah um, I, I felt pretty comfortable around you you know um, and uh, you know there's there's always gonna be a jar of banana moonshine waiting for you damn um, right because I can't find it near me but I do need to come out by you at some point so we'll try to work that out because um, uh, I, I think you got some stuff to show me out by you I think there's a lot in Jersey I could show you <laughs> No, there, there's a lot of toys places out there. Yeah. How far, just just out of curiosity, because this could make for another good podcast. How far are you from the Jersey Shore? Oh, two hours? He's, yeah, he's about two hours from the Jersey Shore. I, I only know this because, and I'm not stalking you, I promise. I remember when he and I did episode 107, where he was talking about going into New Jersey to see various toy shops and whatever else at the time. And where else did you go that weekend? I don't know. Anyway, but the, yeah, so yeah. So it's been a long podcast we've been recording for quite some time. You guys are an hour ahead of me, so I, I'm okay with bringing this to a close, but hopefully we can do another weekend in review at some point. I do have a toy show coming up. That's going to be pretty crazy. Cool. Um, what toy show is that? Oh, another King County. Oh, another King County. Okay. All right. Cool, cool, cool. We are going to take a quick ad break because I've got to pay for this podcast somehow. I don't know how, but we're going to take a quick ad break. I'll come back to close the show after this. Hello, geeks and geekettes. Looking for a podcast that covers a vast array of topics? Then check out Altered Geek Unleashed, where we discuss our thoughts on this week's geeky news, tech, gaming, television shows, movies, cartoons, comics, and more. So, get altered, get geeky with the Altered Geeks. Every Friday on the GeekCast Radio Network. Like science fiction? Of course you do, or you wouldn't be listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Well, the Marku 42's Universe podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years. We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. A new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Marku 42's Universe podcast from the universe and beyond. One of the primary themes of ToyCast is that we focus on times past. We are who we are today because of the nostalgic memories and experiences from our childhood. Obviously, we wouldn't be doing this podcast if it weren't for the toys that make us so addicted to nostalgia. Times Past Collectibles in Chicago, Illinois is your primary go-to collectible store to reclaim the toys that drove those memories and experiences. Specializing in action figures from all of your favorite toy lines like Star 
Wars, G.I. Joe, He-Man, Transformers, Silverhawks, Ghostbusters, TMNT, Mask, and more. Get your dose of nostalgia with a shop run by collectors for collectors. Whether you are looking for loose G.I. Joe, Ice Cream Soldier, a packaged Leonardo, recent Star Wars Black Series figures, or an AFA-graded Boba Fett, Times Past Collectibles is bringing you back to your childhood. Visit the shop at 1450 North Ashland Ave in Chicago, just two blocks south of Ashland and North Ave. Call the shop at 847-830-1031 or email timespastcollectibles1982 at gmail.com. You can also find them on Facebook. Just search Times Past Collectibles because, folks, it's past time that you get your collectibles. Are you sure? Yep, that's him. America's favorite stiff is back. That's Barney Lomax. I recognize that smirk anywhere. But this corpse has a job to do. I found this in Barney's wallet. It's a key to a safety deposit box in St. Thomas. That's the two million bucks that Lomax stole. It's noted as a personal entry. What does it mean? The only one who can get in is Barney Lomax personally, and, well, he's kind of dead right now. We go back to the morgue. We get the body. We go to St. Thomas. We take Barney to the bank. So they're packing him up. I think I'm going to sit down. Thanks. And heading for the islands. But they're about to discover. Raise this man from the dead. He will lead you to where he has hidden the money. That Bernie Lomax is more popular than ever. Two guys, they're taking Bernie. Bitch! Bernie. He's in the fridge where we put him. You are in the power of the movie. He was supposed to be your guarding Bernie. Why would I have to guard a dead man stuck in a two-foot refrigerator? He's got style. What is he now? You're so cute. He's got charm. How did you happen to meet old Bert? In the conga line. He's just got no soul. I just saw a dead man walking on the bottom of the ocean. Uh-oh. But that never stopped Bernie. Go! Bernie? Paris Island? What is that? He's our boss. He's dead. Don't worry about it. Oh. From being the life of the party. See, Arnold, he's not afraid of you. You're the bravest guy I've ever met. Weekend at Bernie's, too. No one does dead like Bernie. Since 2009, we have been the premier cartoon podcast here at the GeekCast Radio Network. We are ToonCast. From taking you beyond the cartoons we grew up with to seasonal saucy toon talk, and now we get the origins of toonsters everywhere as we ask guests... 30 questions about their cartoon watching experiences, plus so much more. Tooncast is back. Join me, TF2 and Mike, and the rest of the GCRN crew as we give you all the tune talk you will ever need, only on the GCRN. And wherever you consume your podcasts, we are beyond good, beyond evil, beyond your wildest imagination. We are all tunes all the time here on Tooncast. Yeah. Hello all sentient beings! Want the latest on everything going on in the Transformers multiverse? Check out the Transmissions Podcast Network. We've got weekly podcasts covering everything from Alpha Trion to Omega Supreme. From old school G1 all the way up to Cyberverse and beyond. And you don't want to miss Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers live play role-playing game podcast. 
If you love Transformers, there's something for everyone at TransmissionsPodcast.com. Discover a world of vintage and modern toys that's more than meets the eye with the Triple Takeover Toycast. Hosted by toy writers and photographers Toybox Soapbox, 6O, and TF Square One, this informal and chilled out series of discussions cover everything from vintage Transformers to Mask, Diaclone, Microman, and more, be it nostalgic or current. Whether you're a seasoned collector or a casual robot enthusiast, all are welcome. Triple Takeover Toycast. The battle is over. But the galaxy-spanning adventures of the Transformers will continue, and the greatest Autobot of them all, Optimus Prime, will return. All right, folks, we are back here on Junk Cast? Toy Cast? I don't know what to call this weekend at Burgers. Floorcast? Well, yeah, Floorcast. There you go. Uh, Das, where can the people find you online? Uh, Wherever greater Dases are found. Uh, Facebook, Instagram... Those those are my main two, but it, it's Tinder. not anymore. Uh, oh, I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> okay, so, ooh, um, okay, never mind. Yeah, uh, fa- Facebook, Instagram, a period Das Baron. Awesome, awesome. What about you, Floorburger? Uh, you can find me and all my dumb comments out to the world at Floorburger five five three on the Twitters. Um, I do have an Instagram, but it is quite private. Uh, he doesn't but... do anything interesting related to toys on there, folks. Trust me, it's it's very boring. So thank you for joining us here on ToyCast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or leave feedback for the show, there are several ways to do so. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can listen to and comment on all of our content. Send any email to feedback at geekcastradio.com. Please don't send us hate mail for this episode. It was their trip, and that's what they did. You no, can they listen- can send it to me. That's fine. I'll take it. <laughs> you can listen to us on any podcatching client you choose to use, Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever you prefer. Follow us on Twitter at Geekcast Radio for the network at TF Toycast for the show. I am at TFG and Mike. Become a fan on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Geekcast Radio Network. Also search out TF Toycast over there as well as joining the Toy World Order fans group over there as well. Next time on Toycast, Josh and I are going to have a much more streamlined display case <laughs> as we celebrate 40 years of Night Ride. Oh, God, I am so old. Uh, yes, 40 years of Knight Rider. So we will be doing a display case on that next time here on ToyCast. For now, I am TFG and Mike with... And Josh Barron. Josh the Floor Burger. Join us next time when we'll be talking more toys, especially next time here on ToyCast. Click. Now your cat's acting up? Great. Well, he's on my lap and the microphone God, just like, leaned over onto him. So Which cat is this? This is Feigs. Figaro. He's ever since we got the new kitten, he's been a little, a little <laughs> grumpy with me. Is he the one that I did not see? No, no. He's you saw him. He was the one who was like a snarly little fluffy beast. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. That's a whole nother episode is just talking about the craziness. That's my cats. <laughs> well, all I can say is 